Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 23. My host Julian, co-host Justin, Antoine is here. As always, what's going on, y'all boys? Another day in paradise, as they say. That's the studio, I guess. Right. <laughs> I got, that's what we call the studio. Because I got work in the morning, you got work in the morning. It's late. Appreciate y'all boys, by the way. Yeah, get this done. Well, to talk once we yeah, once we talk once we start talking, it's like all right, all right, we we can do it. <laughs> we can do it. By the way, MLB opening day today. Baseball is back. You know, as coming into the season, you know, Red Sox trying to defend another championship, and um, they actually do have a chance to do it. Uh, unfortunately, today things didn't work out for them. We can get into that, but first things first. I wanted to jump into the new players and new teams this offseason and how they fared with their new teams, right? We had some big contracts getting signed this year, which Mike Trout, we saw $430 million over 12 years. Bryce Harper, what was it, 13 years, $330 million or something like that? It was, I think it was $380 million for, yeah, like 12 years. Yeah, we saw Yasiel Pui got traded to the Reds. Mm. McCutcheon signed with the Phillies as well as Bryce Harper. The Marlins traded JT Realmuto to the Phillies. That team's looking good right now. Um, As far as how they went, though, here's the funny thing. Machado, big money as well. Harper, big money. Goldschmidt re-signed with the Cardinals just the other day, five years, 100-something million. Uh, Big money, right? Hear this. Bryce Harper today, 0 for 3 with a walk, right? Mind you, the walk set him up for a grand slam in the next pitch. Okay. Then we have Manny Machado, opening day, spring, uh, San Diego, 0 for 3, two strikeouts, right? Then you got Paul Goldschmidt, 0 for 3 with a walk. And then you have Andrew McCutcheon, who just signed a deal with the Phillies, on a lesser extension because he's on the later years of his career. And he lead off home run. First at bat, right? He's making a splash in Philadelphia. He went one for four. He scored two runs and uh, contributed. He also drew a walk. So, Yasiel Puig, if you guys wanted to know, 0 for 4, two strikeouts. <laughs> My point is, the big signings on opening day, I, it's, a, it's opening day, it's 162 games. This means nothing. But... They signed that money, and it's like, damn. You know what I'm saying? But you got guys like Robinson Cano, back to the Mets. Mm. He used to play in New York, went to the Mariners. Back with the Mets, home run off Max Scherzer. Right? Then he scores an RBI in the eighth. The Mets win 2-0. Why? Because of Robinson Cano. He's not making $430 million. It's true. I mean, you know... That's like your, I said, it means nothing. Yeah, that's your Lou, Lou Will case. You know what I'm saying? That's your Terry Rozier. It's it's like... It was more of just the, the conversation in itself for like... The, you Like, we've been talking about $330 million. $430 million. $100 million. This is a wild amount of money. NFL players don't make this money. And they're not going to go out and just go 0 for 4. You know what I mean? Like that... It's a whole different world. So the fact that they can do that, it's just it's just interesting, right? That is. Oh man. Like I said, man. What's up? Funny thing about Yankees uh, players, 
They they do so much better once they leave the Yankees. <laughs> Listen, I swear, history will tell you. Listen, man, I don't concern myself much with the Yankees, so I'll uh, I'll just agree on that one. All jokes, all jokes. But talking about the Yankees, you guys did have a good uh, opening day in New York against the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Tanaka pitched really good. Yes, he did. Uh, I like Tanaka. Five and two-thirds, two earned runs. Excuse me, one earned run. Only two runs off of him. But if, two tips. Yeah. But he, held, he they didn't do nothing with it, yeah. thankfully. That's good defense. And... On the West Coast, Zach Grinke pitching for Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Dodgers. He he had four home runs off of him. Dodgers hit eight home runs today, which is their franchise record for opening day um, homers in the game. It might be for homers in the game. I know for sure it's opening day record. Um, They got more efficient getting rid of Puig. That's what you say. Yeah, I mean, they, they have depth. They have depth. They still have their power hitting, as we said, with Justin Turner, Jock Peterson, yeah. Corey Seager's coming back, as I said. So, it's all right. Um, but back to my socks, 12-4, Seattle. That's tough. On the road, um, Chris Sale had a bad game. He threw – he had a three innings pitched, six hits, seven earned runs, three home runs off him. He just signed a five-year deal, $145 million extension. Now, like I said, let's bring it back. It is the first game. It's opening day. But this is a representation of the brand you're coming into, right? And this is the ace pitcher, right? So before opening day, you were sold on him? I mean, yeah. I was sold on Chris Sale from, I mean, of course, from when know, we traded for him. And you know, he took you. He was a starting pitcher. Right. We won us a World Series. And I have confidence. If you're asking, like, do I have confidence going forward with him? Yes. Do I think it was a great signing? No. But it was something that they needed to do in order to keep him because somebody would throw that money at him. And he just won us a World Series. So it was like baseball money is not basketball money or football money. So (laughs) he could throw that at a pitcher in five years. Like David Price is getting a grip. So it is what it is. J.D. Betts. J.D. Betts. That's funny. J.D. Martinez went two for five, and Mookie Betts went three for five. We just couldn't get a win. We couldn't get runs. They had 11 hits. They had 12 hits, and we couldn't get runs. So that's how that works. Oh, man. But baseball is going to baseball. We'll talk about more of that probably in June. (laughs) 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 And uh, Hockey's heating up, so we're going to start talking hockey playoffs soon. It's going to be interesting. But let's get into – some football before some basketball. I actually wanted to talk about Gronkowski. He broke the news that he's retiring. And he's definitely one of the best ever tight ends to do it. It took him nine years to be where he's at. And what he's done is at a dominant pace. Um, obviously, is that surprising to you? Yeah. I mean, the stats, the stats that he has are, are big time stats. Uh, yeah. It's just like Justin was saying, he's not healthy. He doesn't stay healthy. You know, he's getting hurt. And he missed a lot of time. And imagine he played that time with the stats that he has now. Like, if you average it out, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he's been, the last 
five years, he's had multiple injuries. He started with his arm, back, you know, knees. But once your kind of back goes, that's pretty much it. Especially if you're at the tight end position. So, not, yeah, not only are you out there running routes like a receiver, so you're getting hit by the linebackers, you're getting hit by the safeties. But on occasion, and we saw it this year, he can block very well. Oh, yeah. You're blocking in the trenches. you got to stop these edge rushers. You know, these, you know, linebackers. And Especially like. when you got Sony Michelle, James White, and Rex Burkhead to to protect. Right. So, you know, you're like a Swiss Army knife when you're when you're playing tight end. Yeah. And, no, I, I definitely agree. I mean, he, he's not going to go down as the best tight end ever. I think that is still Tony Gonzalez. Um, but I definitely think he is one of the most skilled and talented tight ends we haven't released because – I mean, I know I've, you know, said it pretty much any time, you know, we talk Super Bowl because, you know, Patriots have been in the last two Super Bowls. And I always say, or even for any game, really, that we break down the Patriots, I always say that Gronkowski is the X factor because oh, yeah. it's just it, you can't guard a guy who's 6'7", who can go up and get it, runs very uh, good routes. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very – his IQ isn't really – Spoken on enough, I think. And he's not slow. Yeah, he's not yeah, he's slow not by slow. any means. He doesn't yeah, look like he's running out there operating. Thing. He's very athletic. And try to tackle him. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> we, and we've seen him stiff arm dudes and and even run past certain dudes. You've seen him, you know the the what was it the touchdown he had against the Saints. He was putting oh, on yeah. he was putting on burners. Oh yeah. So I mean, this dude moves. It's just the unfortunate that you know and. People kind of expected and at least and also hoped that he would retire this year because we knew the multitude of injuries he's had. And think about it. Like, he's had a great career. He played nine seasons. He's 6'7", 280 pounds. He takes a beating. Mm-hmm. Nine years, that's 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 a good enough time to be able to say, listen, I had a great career. Thank you. And thankfully for him, he played with the New England Patriots. And, you know, all we've known him as is a, is a clown, like a jokester that on Sunday – Watch out, because he will be the guy that beats your team, even though you're trying to stop him. And he did that in the Super Bowl. He's done that in another Super Bowl. He's done it throughout his playoff career. He's done it when he plays, when he's healthy. Um, And there's nothing that's been like... He had that one incident, you know, with Tredavious White, where he kind of had a dirty play and, like, jumped on his back. You remember that? And he kind of got out of character right there. But, okay, who had, you know... He's not a Vontez Perfect. So... Much respect to the guy. It's not like you can say, like, ah, I didn't like this guy or, like, the way he played. Like, he dominated the game for when he played it. and He was a likable guy. That, too. Funny, stupid, silly guy. Yeah. Not stupid in a bad way, but, like, just that silly, goofy kind of like Stupid is yeah, not a good word. genuine. Goofy. Yeah, he came off really genuine, and he, he, he was who he was, you know. And, I mean, I honestly think that had he been, even if he retired at, you know, where he's retiring now, had he... Played, you know, a multitude more games than he did, then yeah, then you can make an argument that he'd be in the discussion for greatest of all time because the right. talent and the skill set is definitely there, along with being a three-time Super Bowl champion. Right. Yeah. But unfortunately, like we said, it's just could have been a four-time, but Eli Manning happened. Yes, he did. <laughs> I I had to throw that out there, but that brings me to ask you. This. What does he do now? Because he's he didn't retire of old age. He didn't retire because he can't move anymore. He's not like beaten down. 
Can he go do something? I've heard Hollywood. TV, yeah. yeah. TV, I'm thinking, WWE. Yeah, WWE? Hell no. No, because you, it's it's still physical. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah. Granted, it's you know it's choreographed. They'll find the a stage, role for him, but no, because especially yeah, with he's your, too big to not fight. Back, <laughs> he's too big no, to not throw somebody. I mean, I'll let it be known. I still watch professional wrestling, and there's been mm-hmm. wrestlers that where, I mean, Hulk Hogan, he had to stop wrestling because his you know he had to do a back surgery where his spine started to infuse with his pelvis. I mean, yeah. or there's Spear another. Had a similar case. Or there's another. Yeah, Ed, yeah, yeah, Edge. They said, yeah, if you take like another, and that's exactly what I was about to bring. They said somebody you, else. Yeah, if you take another like suplex or whatever to your back, like you'll go paralyzed. That's wild. And you'll never walk again. So they uh, gave it up. They gave it up for the for the sport, and that's why those are some of the best wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? We remember those names because they were the ones that was going hard. Jeff Hardy, like, yeah, they put their still doing it. Line. That's crazy, is he? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's dope. Yeah. And, then, and actually, it's funny. His, his brother actually had the same thing. I mean, he he's he's coming back to wrestling now, but he had the same thing with his 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 spine starting to infuse with his pelvis. So you guys see you guys see Gronk in Hollywood? Oh, for sure. He has that personality. Does he, he, does he work with LeBron before. James? I, I see him taking kind of like that, that, like yeah, and I kind of see him taking that, like that uh, Ronda Rousey route, not in the sense of pro wrestling, but like she, but like she yeah. started, she started, you know, Fast and the Furious twenty seven. Yeah, she started doing like you know little roles here and there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, yeah, think he's got the person- he's, I think he's got the personality for, sure. for it, and it's a name. Play. It's a name. He's got the yeah. name. So that's exciting for his new career, I guess. Um, I wanted to talk about Tim Hardaway Senior. And some resurfaced comments that came up. Well, it wasn't resurfaced comments that came up. It was him in an interview talking. I don't remember exactly what the source was. But basically the conversation came to the interviewer asking him, you know, how do you feel, you know, not making the Hall of Fame even though you've been a runner-up finalist for the past few years? And he's just like, you know, it bothers me. But I also understand why. And then he went on to explain that in 2007, he made, a con- he made some comments about gay people. Here's a quote. He said, quote, you know, I hate gay people, so I let it be known. I don't like gay people, and I don't like to be around gay people. I am homophobic. I don't like it. It shouldn't be in the world or in the United States, end quote. That was in 2007 on a Dan Levitar radio show. Wow. So, mind you, uh, they asked him about having a gay teammate, potentially, which was John Amici, and they said that, he said, first of all, I wouldn't want him on my team, and second of all, if it was if he was on my team, I would, you know, really distance myself from him because uh, I don't think that's right, and, you know, I don't think he should be a part of the locker room while we're in the locker room. I wouldn't even be a part of that, yeah. end quote. So... There's a big reason why he's not in the Hall of Fame, and he knows it, and he owns it, and he's done, you know, his part to change it too. They said that he he was one of the first to sign a petition for legal gay marriage in New Mexico first, I think it was, and then he, no, Florida was a petition, and then he also was like rallying for something in New Mexico at UTEP in 2011. He's reformed, right? But do you guys? understand why he's not in the Hall of Fame or do you feel like nah that doesn't matter like he, he had a 
16,000 career points, 8,000 career assists. He was who he was, killer crossover, Tim Hardaway. That doesn't matter. Or, you know, like, what's y'all take on it? Well, if you're going to do that, then I'm pretty sure there's other people in the Hall of Fame who have said derogatory comments towards, you know, a particular group or uh, a culture. I'm pretty sure. Especially if uh, considering the older NBA, you know what I'm saying? When it was mm-hmm. much more racial tension. Yeah, I mean, and also media wasn't the same. Like, if we're going to go so far back, media wasn't the same. My thing is, has a player of Hall of Fame stature, borderline Hall of Fame stature? No, I don't know. That's, that's a tight rope. That's a, yeah, that's a tight rope. That's, he's Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's sure. Hall of Fame. He's Hall of Fame. I understand, like, though. I don't think he'll be, ever be inducted. And that's what I was telling you guys was, it was like, there's a resume to get in the Hall of Fame. So it's like you're trying to get this job and it has these requirements. Yeah, you went to school here and you did this class and you worked over there. But they require that you do six years of this and you don't have that. Yeah. You're not getting a job. And the requirement is to not have something of this nature or they on it. His, they seen his Twitter. That's what it is. He's <laughs> been tweeting bad. They seen his Twitter. Nowadays, it's, but... Yeah. It's one of those things where... All right, you're Tim Hardaway. You're... Obviously known for being, you know, this prolific NBA player. But when you're enshrined into the Hall of Fame, there's a certain status that you now gain. You're a part of another, I guess, alma mater fraternity within within the league and the NBA. And then whenever you're referred to, you are now referred to as the Basketball Hall of Famer. So it's like you are synonymous. Without really going out of your way to be, you are an ambassador for the NBA. Right, for sure. And I'll give an example, you know, since we were talking about wrestling earlier. The same thing happened with Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan had those comments about, you know, the racist, the racism, with the whole thing, you know, yeah. with the dark and all that. The WWE had to distance themselves in any way, shape, or form from him because they can't condone that. And even when, even the people in the locker room, like, they, they you know, a lot of the African Americans in the locker room, they're like, you know, they, he just makes us uncomfortable like we don't want to be like around him we don't surround for sure and it's the same thing like you can't have like especially in a pro progressive world where we've had multitude of players come out we've had uh michael sam we've had uh john collins in the nba and he's and he's jason collins oh jason collins sorry he's and he's on a coaching staff for is he on the coaching staff for the warriors is he the warriors i know he's i know he's i know he's definitely on a coaching staff so it's like when you're moving so progressive and you know it's 2019 so then to go and induct somebody like tim hardaway the first thing that's going to come up is like you're going to be synonymous with being a hall of famer but then you're also going to be synonymous with your remarks and how yeah and those comments like to say the to use and say the words hate and shouldn't be honest like to say Things like that is just very strong and powerful, and it sticks. Yeah, and and then it's also like that was a time in 2007 when the world wasn't as sensitive, and it still was, obviously. But um, now that it's resurfacing now, it's like, hell no, there's no Hall of Fame. It's like it's happening all over again. Like, like if there wasn't a chance then... There's no way in hell that all these people are kind of hearing about this again. That he and he kind of made it to where he came out out of his way to tell people why he feels like he's not in the Hall of Fame. Right? He feels like he wants to 
feel like he can own it and say, I don't know if he's trying to win it back with that interview. It's more of just like, hey, listen, I've understood and I get it. But I'm sure he still would love to be there. You know what I mean? Like he dreamt of that. He grew up like you can be in the Hall of Fame. But what you said on a radio show one day because you was talking to a host that's that's known for trying to see what he can get out of you. Right. Not in a bad way. I mean, Levitar is entertaining. And Levitar yeah. wants ratings. And Levitar is, he, he knows, knows how, how to talk. Him. And he knows how to talk. And I like it. I respect it. But if he do, you bait. Yeah. Like, And it's not like a setup question, my bad. Not to, like, there's certain times where he'll try to... He don't set you up. He says, I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to ask this question. Like, he had uh, MLB Commissioner Rob Manafort on the, on the phone. And he just called him out on something and just asked him straight up. And he was like, oh, well, uh, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, Levitar is real. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the conversation went with them two as far as like Levitar. was like, so, so how do you feel about gay people? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because he said, this is the, the quote started with, you know, I hate gay people. So I, he didn't just randomly say that. You know, I, I'm sure right. that was kind of brought up. But it is what it is now. And. A heat legend that could have been. We still got three Hall of Fame players. Four, excuse me, in heat history. Not yet all four, but soon come. What are the four? Shaquille O'Neal, Orlando Mourning. Dwayne Wade. Well, that's Chris Bosh. Oh, Chris Bosh. You want to count LeBron? Oh. Three, three, four. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Two championships? Yeah. How many we got? Three? Mm-hmm. You have to. Five Hall of Famers. Ray Allen? Nah. <laughs> I'm not going to put Ray Allen there. But, but, but two championships? We're going to run out of numbers soon. Yeah. I know we're not banner, not banner retirements. I'm talking about Hall of Famers. No, I know. I'm just saying but, that. I'm just saying yeah, that, too. Yeah, that, too. We're going to retire three. We got to retire retired. LeBron six. We've already, yeah, we've already retired <laughs> 23 for somebody who never played for the Heat, which I totally disagree with. Yeah, wow. that's some hate shit, man. No, I'm just saying, like, give somebody, let somebody in the Heat uniform represent that number. Like, uh, uh, they don't even look right on the Heat jersey. 23, who's that? That's why he went to six, killed everybody. <laughs> it's like, it's almost the competitive nature of me. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, everybody who knows anything about basketball respects Michael Jordan, but it's so just then it's like, yo, your favorite like, player wears twenty three. Who's who's wearing twenty three right now? That's super lit. Jimmy Butler. And how lit is he? Did Jimmy wear twenty three? Yeah, anymore? he wore twenty one in Minnesota, oh, yeah, 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 and now he wears twenty three. Who else wears twenty three? Anthony Davis. Okay, who else? Uh, you feel me? Like, I'm just saying, like Anthony Davis could represent the number twenty three. I, I, but we don't got Anthony Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't put Draymond Green in twenty three like that. I feel that. On the heat, at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, nah. You, Steph if dropped what? 19 in the first quarter. But Steph not even a 23-looking-ass number. No, you know what I mean? Like, bro. number where? Nah, 30s is... That's his number. Yeah. Nah, Steph would look nice in 23. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Kevin Durant would. What? KD? KD 2-3? KD 2-3? Ooh. Nah, I like Trey 5. At 35, look clean on Kevin Durant. He made that, bro. 07, Texas. He KD's was doing made that. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, LeBron. That's another tweet. LeBron. LeBron. I, mean, I don't know how to say LeBron first. That's crazy. Because you, you got me thinking. I know. I did. I was like. You got me thinking six. That's what it was. Like, I started thinking six. That's funny. 
Let's um, let's talk about your boy. Oh, my boy, Justin. Yeah, uh, Connor. Oh yes, the notorious one. Yeah, let's get into some UFC. Notorious. Stuff. That's a big word, right? That's what he calls himself. The notorious Conor McGregor. But, but what makes him so notorious? Because he can sell anything. This man has brought so much revenue to the UFC. This man could literally probably take the show off your back and sell it to you. Like, this man is so box office, it's crazy. Right. And he's an animal when he gets in the ring, is he not? Yeah. As of lately, not so much, but across his whole career, yes, those that left hand is super lethal. So, <laughs> he retired, right? That's the that's the big news. Oh, what's so, the bigger news? The big news is he retired, and then what was released, I believe it was later that day, was he, this is allegedly now, he got brought up on sexual assault charges in his hometown of Dublin, Ireland. No, he, he did get brought up. That's not alleged. That part isn't alleged. No, 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 I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no, him, yeah, he him got getting, brought up, he got, him getting up. brought up is, was real, it happened, like, yeah. but they said, it's allegedly, we don't know if it actually right. happened, right, and now, did you hear any details on it, I didn't, I didn't read any details on it, they, uh, I was reading a little bit, they said it happened, uh, I believe back in, it always be back in. Yeah, I mean, it was. Like it it was, never just it, happened this weekend. Yeah, no, yeah. It, <laughs> like yeah, I think that, I want to say they said back in February. I'm not sure. So it was still somewhat recent. Like, it was no longer than like three months ago. Um, But yeah, they. they so now they're, they're pretty much saying that that is what fueled his early retirement because he. Because a lot of people were confused and scratching their head, which I was as well, because he was on. The Jimmy Fallon show, I believe it was last Thursday um, or sometime last week. And he, you know, they were doing, you know, they were at an Irish pub in New York and they're having drinks. And of course, Jimmy Fallon asked him about his, you know, fighting career and, you know, what's going to happen. And he says, you know, he was aiming for July for a fight. He was in talks (laughs) with the UFC. He didn't know who his opponent was going to be. A lot of people thought it was going to be. Uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone because that was the name that was getting thrown around a lot. Uh, Habib still on suspension. They did say they want, and he did on his Instagram. Uh, I believe he was at some event, you know, with his supporting his proper twelve whiskey. He was at some event. He was talking to he was just talking to a fan in general, and he was saying that he does want to he does want the rematch and he does want to eventually fight Habib again. Mm-hmm. Um, they just didn't know when because you know with the his suspension still, and then Habib's, and then there was other people that they wanted Habib to fight. So he didn't know exactly who, but he said he was aiming for July, and then, you know, then this happened, and he just, you know, retires, which caught a lot of... And even the people that were close to him, were, they said they felt blindsided. They didn't know where it was coming from. Um, originally, before this report came out, you know, I just figured that he, you know, I know he's starting, or he's still bringing up his uh, clothing company. His whiskey was doing really well, and I've had it. I actually enjoy it. I drank it last night. <laughs> <laughs> Super smooth, but... but um. So, yeah, his he's getting Yo, more... Chill. To the, We're not promoting Connor hey, right now. Hey, I'm just saying. He's pending cancel. <laughs> <laughs> just giving a little extra for the people out there. But, um, 
I, you know, I just figured he was getting more into the business aspect of things, which he is a really good businessman. Like I said, he could sell anything. I mean, like I said, I'm a fan of Connor, and I like to drink. So just on that alone, I was like, all right, let me try it. So it's just like he knows, you know, basically he knows how to make money. So I just kind of figured that maybe he didn't feel like he wanted to fight anymore or he had other obligations. So you don't think it has on. to do anything with this assault charge? I can't say for certain. But I'm asking you, do you think so, it has something to do with it? So first he retired, and then the assault charges were brought up? Yeah. Yeah, like hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, then they were reported. And then that's when people started speculation. That was why so, he retired. So, so okay, let me ask you this. Because earlier when you know we were speaking about, I brought up Patriots coach Greg Schiano, defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. how he retired. I was like, yo, you heard how he, how he retired? Or he just resigned from the position? Like, random? You were like, yeah, you know, he got to know something's coming. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we brought that up. So how does Conor McGregor just abruptly retire from the UFC after making comments of wanting to fight? Yeah, I understand that there's demographics into that politics, but not whatever. Um, he would have at least made it like a big thing, especially since you're saying he's Mr. Box Office. Yeah. Like, so one thing leads to another. Hours later or the day after, whatever it was, now there's reports about these allegations, and he's just now ducked off in the light because it's not like, hey, Conor, who are you going to fight next? How are you going to do what, do what are you going to do with your UFC career? Dana White, what are you going to do with Conor McGregor? It's Conor McGregor's just facing allegations. Like, that's really it. And now he might have... It sounds weird, but he might have played it smarter in the sense that his name, regardless, like if it's true, right? If it's true, his name should be tarnished because, depending on the degree of all this shit, because I don't know what the hell even happened. Like, he could have pushed somebody. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But if it was some crazy enough and it's like, oh, damn, Conor McGregor, he's not the face of MMA no more, right? He's not like. All he's got is his clothing. He's got his his whiskey. But it's like his fans are his fans. Like his country is his country. And that's not going to just change overnight. And that's not going to be like his countrymen are going to be like, yeah, Connor, you suck. Like, I don't think that's going to happen, right? right? Now, UFC fans, he still has those who are going to just look at him for what he's done. And basically, the limelight is not going to shine so much. On because- Dana White. On the company as a whole, yeah, on Dana White and all that, and he's just kind of take the heat. It's, I feel like it's just like going to be a different lane. You know what I mean? It's not going to be as big because we're not talking about the UFC and Conor McGregor. We're just talking about Conor McGregor, and we're not going to talk about Conor McGregor in proper twelve, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. What a bar is going to stop selling it. And if he beats it, it's better that he beat it, like unassociated with the UFC mm-hmm. and then come out of retirement. <laughs> Yo, oh my God. No, 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 it's some true shit. I mean, yeah, we, yeah, I mean, like you said, he's only, I believe, like 20, 29 years old. I mean, he yeah. can still come back really whenever. For real. I who mean, did it? Nate Diaz did it, right? Uh, who did it? Well, he was like uh, getting suspended, I think, right? I mean, even... No, Nate Diaz has a whole. That's a whole. That's something for a whole other podcast. Him, <laughs> so, him, John him Jones, and his brother got the John, some whole the John Jones, Nate Diaz podcast. 
<laughs> John Jones, well, no, John Jones was never retired, but he just kept getting suspended yeah, for yeah. a year here, two years there. See, but that's a long but, ass time. But even, but even then, like he still, like he could have just been like, you know what, like I keep getting suspended, like I don't even want to come back no yeah. more. Like, but he was just like, but he's no, such a back. dummy though. That's why because he was like literally on some dummy shit. Like, yeah. okay, I messed up. Oh, I'm not gonna do it. Oh, I messed up. Uh, Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz don't give a fuck. They're like. Give me the mic, buddy. I'm like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. John Jones is like, man, I, I'm so humble to be back. And they gave me my sixth opportunity to, to, to be the champion still. Like, it's a whole different. Like, John Jones wants to do it because he knows that he just has a problem. I mean, you know, it's not really funny. There's funny and everything. But he has a problem. And Dana White has really helped his career and saved his life, probably. You feel me? Nate Diaz smokes weed and... Like, he does what he wants, and he's like, listen, I'm going to do that. And if I got to retire to do it and then come back later, I'm with that. You feel me? No. So, that's crazy, though, with this McGregor thing. It's like, yo, you these top athletes, bro, it's like. I don't know. He's been getting a lot in the media lately, especially he just had an incident when he was in South Beach with, you know, with the fan and the phone. And you can't believe everything. Like, it is an allegation. We got to remember and respect that. It's not like Conor McGregor. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm. There are allegations that come from left field, but let's say what seventy percent of them got something to do with something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you don't just wake up think about Conor McGregor. Like, I mean, some do, like I said, but that whole fan situation too. It's like that to me was escalated with the phone in South Beach. It's like he got battery charged for slapping a cell phone out of somebody's hand, like. Yeah, come on. I agree. You know like, I mean? like, should he have done it? On. Obviously not. But yeah, but he, you don't know how the fan was in his face. You don't know how. Yeah, but how he, the he was. Went but, down. but but from what he said, you know, he was out with his family. You know, he's got his baby. You know, he you know is with his wife. He's just enjoying himself. You know, he's just spending time with his family. And it's, and it wasn't even like the fan came up and asked for a picture. The cam just, I mean, the fan just started coming up and just started, you know, being wild and you gotta think about it though. At least charge me for destruction so, property. Yeah, but you gotta think yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm sure he has no problem, you know, buying him a new phone. You, no, you gotta think he about it. Conor McGregor is on South Beach. First of all, for, yeah, the face of the UFC is on South Beach. Like, you don't think somebody's gonna come up in your face and take a picture, like. Are you but not? Did they like wrap? Did they touch him in any way? Did they wrap their arms around him? Like get next to him for a selfie? Like was it a face front thing? You know, what I'm, I'm saying? not saying like I feel him. Like you, you probably get aggravated, slap the phone. Like you're just slapping the phone out. It's not like he literally pushed him and got physical and threatened somebody. So it's like he could have did that, and then we would have been like, "Yo, he's tripping." But it's like we're doing this and saying he's tripping. Like nah, he slapped the phone out of somebody's hand. But he also do have to understand you're on South Beach. Like you don't think somebody's gonna run up on you, right? Where's your security at? If that's the case, but even the family, there's a way to go about it. Like that's true. I mean, for example, but it's a human. Bro. For example, like I told you, it's hard to control. Us. I went out. You know, I had brunch with my girls at this place. Down, but know, no, right bro, no, no, bro, I'm not, no, I'm not. It's an example, though. No, bro. Like there's it's ways Lamar to handle. Miller. But I'm just saying, there's ways to handle. <laughs> no, bro. I don't get wrong. I'm not asking Lamar Miller don't for a picture, wrong. bro. I if I see Conor McGregor and he's right there and I have an opportunity for a photo, I'll ask him, bro. You know what? Actually, but that's what I'm June, saying. You, you would ask him. Oh my we God, Fodell, uh, Andre Johnson. Oh, Andre Johnson. Facts. We wait. We seen Andre Johnson. He was out with his lady um, at a hookah bar. 
And like we noticed, we was like, nah, we're gonna wait in the parking lot. Like, Facts. we're not gonna walk up to him on the, at the table, like inside. We're just gonna wait till, like, Facts. we'll see what's up. You know what I'm saying? So we noticed that he he dropped the lady off at her car and he was going to his car, like, in separate yeah. ways. We were like, perfect. <laughs> and then we ran down on him at that point. Facts. <laughs> but also, like, like, yo, what's up, Dre? Like, yeah. Andre. What's up? Yeah. You feel me? He, no, he signed the Small talk real quick. Yeah. I took a picture with him. He signed his hoodie. That's what I'm saying. See, there's ways to go about it. You just don't take your phone and be but like all not, up in the dude's face. Nah, that's real. Yo, that's real. Yo, that's real. You but know it's, what I'm saying? But so if you, you walk in down. South Beach, you don't think that's going to happen to you? It's not about, oh, it's not right for us. And Bro, it's Miami, first of all. Parking lot at night on some shit. Like, that's yeah. kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's even sketchy. But fans do wild shit. Yeah, bro. I mean, fans. bro, you we appreciate this person. Yeah. You act like the man's telling you, you suck in your face. Like, he's not right. putting a camera in your face saying, yo, you're trash. He's, like, showing his gratitude for you. Like, he can't even control himself, bro. And, I mean, hey, it might be annoying, but this is what you've brought to yourself because of how good you've been. Like, how are you blaming? I mean, some, some people don't like that. Some people are like, yo, if you just ask me, then I ain't no problem. But if you just, like. Man, you're going to ask Conor McGregor. Uh, I don't know. People, Conor people, McGregor like, be like, hell no. <laughs> Different kind of stories from. No, like we taking fans. this picture, Connor. <laughs> we taking this picture. Or I'm taking this picture. <laughs> All I know is I hope that this is not true, or I hope that you know he. I mean, <laughs> you said I hope this is not true. Uh, and if he is, I mean, if he's guilty, then he's guilty, and he deserves to get prosecuted in whichever way he does. No, not whichever way he does the right way. Because these, these dudes I, out here getting prosecuted man, for nothing, bro. If I did what Robert Crime no, did, bro, I'd be sitting in jail right no, now. No, I'm saying because I don't know how they handle law over in Ireland. I'm just saying, like, to their... Because he's getting charged yeah, I hear in you. Ireland. I hear like, you. Charge here, so I'm saying whichever way they prosecute and how they handle their crimes over there. To Sexual the assault. Jail time. In Ireland. Yeah. See, we're looking at a live on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. We want to know the facts. But no, seriously, if he is, you know, guilty and then found guilty, then obviously, you know, he deserves it. And then, like I said, we don't know to the extent, you know, we just heard it was sexual assault. Obviously, that sounds really bad. And then we don't know to the extent of what Yeah, I mean, it ain't that shit. Well, I'm saying me to look it up. Oh. Yeah, hopefully. And then, if you know, if we'll find out more about it, but if he does, you know, get past this and can move on from this. And I hope that we send him back in the octagon, to be honest. <laughs> I don't care to see him. Like, he retired. He retired. Um, he had a great career. He was very entertaining. I would watch him if he fought again. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like, oh, damn, I need to see a McGregor fight. Like, I feel like he just kind of ventured off into that, that Hollywood. And it was just after that Floyd Mayweather, like, all right, man. Like, why don't you just fight, bro? Yeah. Just fight, bro. You was just an animal, dog. And he did, and he lost, unfortunately. Yeah. But it was... Habib was all... Like, that matchup for him, like... He got his ass You're up. a striker against a wrestler. You haven't fought... It's a bad matchup. Yeah, and you haven't fought, like... And since... I mean, his last UFC win in really good fight was against Eddie Alvarez at UFC 205. You don't think, think the Nate Diaz fight in, was, was a good fight? No that, was, no, that was the last one before he ventured off to start doing, you know, against Mayweather right. and wasn't fighting and then fought Habib. So it was like a long layoff yeah. between, like, mixed martial arts fighting. All right, and the last thing we're going to get into is the ruling that they came up with for the new NFL pass interference 
review, I guess. Coaches now can challenge pass interference calls, whether it was a call that was made or a non-call that they believe was a pass interference call, mm-hmm. and they can just use one of their two challenges on that, right? Right. <laughs> I'm going to let you take the floor because... I like that shit. They had to. Yeah. I mean... Especially when you really denied a team of going to the Super Bowl, this move had to be made. Not only that, but as fans, when we watch a game and we watch a play and we watch the review over, whether it's the, the passing interference call is called or not called, I mean, we, we find ourselves just so immersed in just yelling at the TV it's a passionate fan because yeah. and why do we make such a big deal about passing fans this isn't college football where it's a 15 yard penalty no it's spot. a it's a spot foul so a passing and it's automatic first so a spot foul does a lot for you in the game of football so it's a big play either way whether it's called or not called like it's a big it can either put you at, at a huge advantage and the defense at a disadvantage or vice versa so, and especially, they didn't really, like, tweak it too much. It's just now that on top of worrying about fumbles, catches, right. interceptions, like the normal stuff, now, you know, if you if you think your player got held or had a P.I., you can challenge that too. It's not like they gave them more challenges. Right. That's why I respect it more yeah. because it's like holding too. No, no, no. He's no, saying, no, no, no. Like, saying like if you felt like somebody was holding your player or like, Pat. yeah, but no, holding's different. Two, no. Yeah, he's yeah, right. Holding's different. different yeah, yeah. Even if it's downfield, but what I'm, some, I meant, some, some, yeah, like I, did, I get what you're saying. No, what I meant to say no. He's right. I didn't. I didn't use the right phrase. What I meant from like when they say if you, uh, basically stop him from being able to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you restrict his his route or stop him from making like a football move, you know, things like that. I respect it because, like you said, they didn't change so much. It's more of like your discretion to call it. Mm -hmm. You just have the opportunity now. And if you want to waste it on that or if you want to spend it on that, that's you. It's not like they're just reviewing... A call that the, the the crowd is going crazy, and it's like, wait, 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 review that, review that. You know, it's not like an NBA type of review. It's now I feel like we'll see more challenges because we don't see men now. Exactly. So the coaches will actually be able to use them, and yeah. co- uh, quarterbacks who can throw, quarterbacks with big arms, receivers who know how to get separation and really run routes. It's going to be an advantage for them because the little things that aren't caught play to play, where these DBs sometimes have the advantage when the refs are letting them play and they you know I'm playing it's a physical game but it won't be so much selling out there it'll be like all right can we play and mm-hmm. and show I still think the refs like with that it's going to be on some like they really have to miss a blatant passing interference right. if it's on some like close call shit I still feel like the refs would go like either way on that, like they might just like. Well, it would have to be inconclusive. Exactly. So if it's if it looks like on some let them play shit, then they might just leave it on some let them play shit. That's so gonna be another thing. It's like they're gonna have to be very technical in determining on these reviews. Like 
<laughs> was this a pass interference? Yeah. Then they're going to make them play every think every play like, you know, I think it's going to change the game. So real quick before you get into that, it's like I like it, like I respect it, but I don't necessarily like it. So it's like the game can use it because as Justin said, they, it stopped a team from going to the Super like literally the Saints were going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We could have seen them win a the championship with the performance that the Rams had. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, football is a contact sport. Football is a physical sport. Sometimes you win that battle. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get it. You know what I'm saying? There's that There's that wide receiver corner battle that I think it's taking away from because it's going to be spotlighted more, which in a sense makes you just try to use your skill more, but... I don't know. I, I like the natural feel of the football game. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know. It's really, like, shaky because, I, like I said, they, they were really forced to have to do something. But I really don't know and think that we're going to get too many challenges for passing interferences because, for one, even though it was such a crazy, crazy and outrageous play that wasn't called, you don't see it a lot. It doesn't really happen a lot. And at the same time, like I said, there's so many other things that coaches have to factor in for a challenge, something that's way easier to challenge and happens way more often that you look for right. and focus on. So, and, like, we know that there's pretty much penalties on every play. Exactly. But, you, you know, the refs can only see so much. So That's I mean, part of football. Exactly. It's part of, so if you start, I feel like if you start with pass interference, right, then it, is it going to like open the door and lead to holding calls? and, exactly. and Because you can, you can like clearly. Now are we going to change the rule every year? Because now you can, you can, because if you can review a pass interference, you can review clearly if somebody's being yeah. held. Yeah. You, you can. So now does. Roughing the passer. <laughs> Little things, little things. They can be like, hey, y'all, like D-linemen can be like, listen, y'all did it for the for the receivers. Mm-hmm. Why can't y'all do it for us? I just feel like with like with penalties like a, like a pass interference and holdings or anything that's like automatic first, like those major penalties, mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to do the reviewing process, I kind of felt like what I pitched before, like leave it within the last two minutes because I feel like that's where like it really factors in because you have all game to overcome these major obstacles and penalties because at the end of the day if if penalties are killing you all game then it's not really going to matter but sometimes it's the timing of the penalties so i feel like if it happens earlier on in the game you have more time to overcome it but if it's in within the last two minutes before half but what if it happened in four minutes left in the game you know what i'm saying I mean, and you don't got the ball. It's it's very like tricky, like you said. Yeah. So my thing is why I don't really. Another reason I say why I don't like it, like it is like it just opens doors. It just opens doors for too many yeah, possibilities that's, that's to thing. change the game. And once you open a door, somebody's gonna try to bust it open. Mm-hmm. So, and Roger Goodell is Roger Goodell. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm interested to see how the coaches handle would go into this year. Yeah. How. how how mindful they are of their challenges. and I mean, but then again, we don't really see, like nowadays, we don't see uh, challenges really too often because yeah, because really back then, like a lot of the challenges would be like on touchdowns, but then they, you know, change they them where all scoring plays get reviewed. 
So you really don't see talent that much. So I mean, a coach might just get to the point where it's like, if you have hey, it, like yeah, maybe, maybe that's why they're like, yeah, if you have it, might as well use it. You know, like is it? Like I said, it's a spot foul. Like your passing interference could go for fifty yards. Yeah. So I mean, if you have it, why not use or, it? Or like you could just throw it. <laughs> it's like. Maybe. So, that's crazy. We'll see this NFL season coming September. That was episode 23. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter at ATS Pod, on Instagram at official ATS Pod, twitch.com uh, slash ATS Pod. She was tripping, had to ask her what you take. I can make your little bitch just wanna percolate. Sex first, then we can have an accident. Gave me head to my shit, I'm decapitated. Look me in my eye and do I'm that nasty face. Make it rain in the club like a nasty day. Told him that I'm coming, don't know ejaculate. History, pocket boy, you not having cake. Fuck that overcoat and I swear your jacket late. Bro just made his money back off a of half a plate. Rolly cost me 40,000, that's half the thing. I remember when them niggas all laughing. Portfolios, now they all bring they apps to me. Wish before me that my bitch practice abstinence. Wishes don't come true until you just practice it. Niggas broke, now but hobies we having it. Yes, we spending it, but you know we stacking it. I was stepping on the beat, took a nap on it. If she shake her ass, you know I'm gonna slap on it. She was sucking my dick right on her knees. Her mama busted, she said, girl, what is happening? She said, baby, you know your dad a pal She said, mama, I'm just doing the capping Frito Lay, yeah, you know that I'm stacked. Got a tattoo face, so you can see my blasphemy. It's some niggas that really just want blessing me But you know I got some niggas that bless with me I'm not tall, but I buy like an athlete Count my money, yeah, I turn to a mathlete Had to get my business together yep. I had three million in taxes I, did. I got it all off on this level yep. They said it's three million that's missing I ain't say nothing, I stay level mm. Couple dogs on me say, hey, yellow This that my money gonna stay level I don't give a fuck, I'ma stay rebel Back one on me, bitch, you stay relevant I got my metal, so stay mellow Got them boulders, my neck won't see a pebble Uh I can make your little bitch just wanna percolate Sex first, then we can have an after date Gave me head to my shit, I'm decapitated Look me in my eye and do I'm that nasty face Make it rain in the club like a nasty day Told him that I'm coming, no, no ejaculate Pastry, pocket boy, you not having cake Fuck that overcoat and I swear your jacket late Bro just made his money back off a of half a plate Rolly cost me 40,000, that's half a face I remember when them niggas all laughed at me Portfolios, now they all bring me apps to me Wish before me that my bitch practice abstinence Wishes don't come true until you just practice it Niggas broke, never hope bitch, we having it Yes, we spending it, but you know we stacking it Foreign cars, make your bitch wanna hop it Don't know my name, but she start giving top in it. No. Uzi, make these bitches one flock in it One time, flood the block with some walking They saw us coming, so they all just start hopping Fist gang, wang, yeah, you know you get shot in it Alexander Wang, bitch, I came from Providence Got a plug, bring that shit right from Providence Kill a op, now my boys gonna hibernate Psych, no, nah, they back on it the next day The reason he died, cause that boy gon' hesitate Nigga, you started this shit, I'm just less play she Suck on my dick till that bitch gon' regurgitate She telling you that she never even heard of me I can't trust none of these niggas might turn on me I'm still a millionaire, this shit not hurting me But it's hurting you And I know the truth I still watch Big Bang Theory, that's the nerd in me I remember when your ass was just swerving me Please keep that same energy with the urgency I'm lifting these big old stacks like my name Hercules Bulletproof on my tank, that's my insurgency These old niggas won't rob me like a burglary I can make your little bitch just wanna percolate Sex first, then we can have an after date Gave me head to my shit, I'm decapitated Look me in my eye and do I'm that nasty face Make it rain in the club like a nasty day Told him that I'm coming, no, no ejaculate Pastry, pocket boy, you not having cake Fuck that overcoat and I swear your jacket late Bro just made his money back off a of half a plate Rolly cost me 40,000, that's half the face I remember when them niggas all laughed at me Portfolios, now they all bring me apps to me Wish before me that my bitch practice abstinence Wishes don't come true until you just practice it Niggas broke, never hope bitch we having it Yes we spending it, but you know we stacking it Free Uzi